Welcome to the Holy Smokes Podcast, a show about faith, friendship, fine tobacco, and drink. I'm Steve Ryder, and I am in the Seattle area, back with returning guest Rob Smith, who has been hosting my boys and I while we are up here. And we took a boat out today. And where are we right now, guys? Port Ludlow. Port Ludlow. On the dock at the port of Port Ludlow. So I am with Rob Smith and Steve Ditto. Guys, Rob, thanks for being back on. Steve, welcome. Glad to be here. You guys are, have been awesome. I've enjoyed your boys very much. They actually captained the yacht all the way over here. And they did a great <laughs> job. Right? In fact, uh, let's see, it was, uh, which one took us off the dock? Caleb. 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 From startup, he took us right off that dock. Yeah. Yeah, phenomenal yeah, did a job. Good job. Yeah, it's good to be back. He, he looked terrified. <laughs> <laughs> he got the idea of it pretty quickly. Yeah, he did. He did. So well, it's a beautiful boat too. Thank you, Steve. Yes, You're nice fifty-foot boat with a strange name. Tell us about the name. The Big W. So the name came from a movie that my father loved, and we make it a family tradition to watch the movie every time it was on TV. Growing up, um, it's a mad, 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 mad world. And if you know the movie, down in Santa Rosita, California, there was a Big W that supposedly had treasure buried underneath it, and it. The movie was basically an early cross-country car chase, plane chase, bunch of everybody that was any comedian in the '60s was in this movie. But my dad loved it. He'd roar with laughter when he watched it, and we'd all giggle along with him as kids. And and as we became adults, our children started watching it too with us, with Grandpa and with Grandma and with all the uncles and aunts. And so we'd watch it. And so my father passed away several years ago, and we were sitting around watching it at Christmas time. It was Christmas Eve. We'd spent the Christmas together, and uh, we laughed and laughed and laughed, and my brother laughed himself into a lot of pain. And we ended up in the ER that night discovering that he had uh, leukemia. Mm. And uh, we kind of discovered it for the first time. I think he knew there was something wrong, but didn't know what it was. And so we'd been boaters for a long time, and with my brother fighting leukemia, we purchased this boat at the same time. And uh, I'd taken the year off of work and just to be with him and his family mm. and just to be together. And we bought this boat. We had to come up with a name that meant something to the entire family because boating was an entire family thing. Mm -hmm. And so we came up with the Big W. And if we look at the side of the boat, it's just got a, three palm trees on the side of it. And only somebody that knows that movie would recognize. And every now and then I'll be sitting on the dock and somebody will come along and stare at the back of the boat, look up at me, stare at the back of the boat and go, the Big W! <laughs> so um, anyways, it's fantastic. That's it. Okay. It's a, it's, you know, it's like comedy, comedy and, and sadness together. But that's the name. Family name. Everyone loved it. All the grandkids loved it immediately. I love it. Oh, yeah. That's it. So that's where we are. Big W in Port Ludlow. Port Ludlow. And if you're a boater, this is obviously a great place to be. I've only been to Seattle one other time, and this is my first time actually out in the water and around this kind of culture. And it's it's awesome. It's incredible. I can see why Carl yeah, Muller's looking at coming up here. If you love boats, it's hardly a better place to be in the yeah. world. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so what makes it so special? I mean, what geographically is going on that makes it so One great the, for this the culture? The unique things here, we've got on the Olympic Peninsula, we've got the Olympic Mountains. And then fairly quickly inland, we've got the Cascade Mountains. And you've got the sound, which is at 52 degrees year-round. Yeah. And so it makes for an air conditioner system in the summertime and a heating system in the wintertime. So we have very mild seasons. And so the summer here is to die for. And then the winter is fairly miserable, but it's not. It's, not, it's, not, it's, it's not, unbearable. It's not unbearable because yeah. we have the temperate mm -hmm. impact of the 52 degrees. 
And so uh, I tell a lot of people that living here is like being married to a very beautiful woman who's sick half the time. Because it does rain a lot. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but it doesn't rain near as much as you might think. Yeah. That's true. My youth pastor, I remember he moved here. I forget where he came from. But he went out every day and took a chart of the rain versus the sun. And the vast majority of the day that he clocked for many, many years was sunny. Just a small number where they actually had raindrops. And so we try to keep that a secret to keep people out of the Northwest. It's not near as bad as somebody might think. Well, so you people, can hear raindrops now. Pe- so pe- people that are listening can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. can hear a little bit of a sprinkle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Steve, are you originally from here? Southern California. Okay. San Diego. My dad came up to run a couple of Christian camps for Christa Ministries. He was originally a structural engineer. Yeah. Changed paths. He was uh, very involved with Forest Home in California, and so he wanted to leverage that into a career in Christian camping. And so we moved up here when I was in high school, and they've stayed. Yeah. Been on the water. Sailed quite a bit. When I was younger, and then shifted over to power boats in recent years, maybe about seven years ago. Yeah. That's what all sailors do. They buy yep. trawlers. That's exactly <laughs> right. We don't mind going slow. Now, Steve, you have a business selling mm-hmm. boats, yachts? Every yacht sales. Yes, we opened it about a year ago. Yeah. Stumbled into uh, looking for a place to hang our hat with our new business. Had a great team, but I didn't have a place to conduct business. and. Somehow, through God's mercy, we bumped into to Rob, and Rob promptly packed up his office and moved out so we could move in. Yeah. It was tremendous. What a generous move it was for him. And so we dressed it up a little bit and hung our shingle out, and it's taken off great guns. It's been a great year for boat sales because people can't fly, or they don't want to fly. They don't want to stay in hotels. Campgrounds are still cr- can be crowded, and can still be closed, but boating... We're open for boating business in Western Washington. And boating is a great passive because there's so many ports to go to. Yeah, totally. Everyone's got restaurants and stores and people. And the boating community is a great community. Friendly people well, on help the way, each other. On the way here, we had planned on two other places, but they were completely packed. When we <laughs> were starting to pull in, we, we radioed in. And they were like, no, I, what, the first one that we went to, they were like, no, we don't have any opening until tomorrow at 11. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that sometimes, especially on a bigger boat. You know, the smaller boats, they usually can squeeze somebody in. But I should have just brought the dinghy along today and dropped anchor, and we could have just dinghy to shore. Yeah. But that's okay. This ended up to a nice stop and a so, great meal. So this weekend, Rob, on Thursday, you just put a new boat product, you as the owner of Thane Boating. Yeah, Thane Electric Boat Company. Thane Electric Boat Company. Mm-hmm. and uh, a new product into the water. And holy smokers that are in the Facebook group, you can go and search Rob Smith, and you'll see a couple videos that are on there of you with a cigar in your mouth taking this new product out. So talk about it. Yeah, so it's really quite amazing. For years, I've wanted to build myself a mahogany runabout. I'm a woodworker and always loved the old Chris Craft and now, a runabout uh, is how big, what kind yeah, of style is it? A runabout is a range of sizes, but this is a small 16-foot runabout. And the original design was a two-seater, 45 horsepower, would go you know, 30 or 40 knots. And I've always wanted to build it, but I've never disciplined myself to build it. It mm-hmm. takes a lot of time and effort to build a boat. And then along comes COVID, and Everett was the first city in the country to shut down. We had the first case, if yeah. you recall. Yeah, yeah. And so our mayor literally shut everything down. You had to all go home. 
And so within 24 hours of being home, I thought I better get out and do something or else my marriage will suffer. (laughs) And so I thought, well, why don't I start building this boat? But uh, for a while in the last year or so, I had thought if I build it, let's build it to electric specs, not diesel or gasoline specs. Why? What Um, was kind of drawing you to that? A couple of things. We've been looking at a ferry system for Lagos. As you know, I operate ferries in Africa and a commuter ferry system is very difficult to make money on because you're always deadheading empty for half of the commute. So your and which so your fuel run becomes very expensive because you're going the entire run empty and having to burn fuel. And so that makes it non profitable. But the technology that batteries are, are heading in the direction the batteries are heading in increasingly are making high speed or robust ferry systems viable because now you're paying a sixth of the cost for the energy. And so that drew me into the whole world of electrically powered vessels. And then I started looking at what is the market offering on runabouts. And it seemed like everyone was offering a very expensive prototype that nobody was buying because they couldn't afford it. And I thought, why don't we take the approach that we're going to design this thing right from the start so that it's very quick, very fun, very beautiful, but affordable. And so we we bring it to the average man, just like Elon Musk brought the Tesla. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody is determined to have a Tesla, they can afford it if they work their budget out, and they're just a middle-class fella. And so that's our approach. We want to have an, an entire line, starting with the 16-foot runabout that you were part of the launch on Thursday, mm-hmm. which looks beautiful in the water. It was such an enjoyable night to see this boat that we started working on because of COVID and putting it in the water and seeing it actually succeed. But more so than that, to go 20 knots and you don't hear the engine, just smooth along. And Steve, didn't it look beautiful? It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. The most beautiful thing was your smile as you were operating that boat. I'm telling you what. I agree. um, Getting in that boat and kicking Albert out of the driver's seat (laughs) and uh, (laughs) then getting out there and just having at it. I mean, I've been watching Rob the whole walk of the way, and there's plenty of people that will say it can't be done, but Rob's the kind of guy... I've learned in our short friendship that he just pushes that aside and presses on. And, you know, I remember seeing it for the first time and it was not much to look at. But when it launched yesterday and Rob was behind the wheel and pressing the throttle forward, it was pretty sweet. It cut a beautiful line through the water. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I was amazed at how well it sat in the water. I was worried that it might look too small, but it just looked so well proportioned. Very much. It's very, I hate to say perfect, but it, as close as you get the perfect on the first shot, it's like a new batter walking up to the plate and hitting out of the park on the first swing. That's what it looked like to me. Well, we had the drawings. You know, Andy's with us yet as well. Andy, welcome. Um, <laughs> but, uh, There's a reason for that, Andy. <laughs> Andy, a uh, yacht designer, had drawn it so realistic that I've actually got a picture of Andy's one in the water and me in the water with Albert. And it's hard to know which is the... I mean, yeah. but they both look like yeah. the real deal. So Andrew's artistry is impressive, it's, uh, as, as is your yacht building. So building. It, was very, it was an exciting night to do it in front of our Holy Smokes group, have the guys from Mississauga and downtown come, and then it perform as well as it did. You, know, you never know how to perform. Yeah. We didn't kept get the water a, on the outside. We didn't get a test run. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't so, get a test run. That was like putting all the money on red. That's confidence, yeah. <laughs> that was confidence. But also, you know, I mean, as Steve, you know, I've, I've shared the journey right from the start. From the time I was just ribs waiting for, for everything else, I've shared the story on Holy Smokes because we haven't wanted to take it to the general public, but we have wanted to test 
the market's enthusiasm. So we've done that by limiting it to our Holy Smokes group because it's a private group. And it's been really amazing how everyone has been leaning into the story and been so excited about it and and then finally seen the product zipping along at 20 yeah, miles an hour. Something. You know. And the lighting was just perfect at night. It was kind of a hazy night with the little short haze over the water from the fires and everything else. It was beautiful out there. Yeah. It was just bright enough to have the bow light on and shining. It was just it was a fantastic moment. And even Very high thrilling. tide. High tide was right at uh -huh. Holy Smoke's time. Because yep. that, that's normally mud flat. So mm -hmm. high tide, you can bring a runabout in there. But any other time, we wouldn't have been able to do it there. So it was just... Everything lined up perfectly. <laughs> we made it back to the dock. Yeah. And so little of the battery capacity used on that run. Really? Oh, I think, what, was it 10% or something, or 15% yeah, of we the battery? we were at an hour, and it used 15% of the batteries. Oh. I think, um, did you have a timer actually on it? Because I questioned whether it was only an hour. It seemed like we were out there for closer to two hours. Well, it might have been longer. I, I, yeah, it might I, have been longer. Yeah, I think Albert lost track of time. He said it was an hour, but I'm thinking it was more like a two-hour time period from the time yeah. we launched it at the dock to the time we brought it back. So what are the plans for this prototype? I mean, you got the prototype now. What are you kind of envisioning yeah, so, for? So we've, we've got a new company, and we've been approved by the SEC to raise a million dollars through the Jobs Act crowdfunding. And so you know, one of the, another reason to let the Holy Smokes brothers in on this is to invite them to the first round of that. We've got to raise 50000 and then... We funder the group that is hosting the crowdfunding, then opens up to the general public, and so that shows them that we've got a product that will be funded. And what do they get so, for the, so for you get, being a part of this? Yeah, so you get shares in the company, and of course this is first round shares. And so if we do well and we end up doing a second round and then ultimately a public round, you know this is like getting first round shares in in any company that's done well. Yeah, we can think of some names that. People in the first round shares. If you're first round, you're automatically a millionaire. I mean, mm -hmm. so, you know, who knows where this will go? But everyone will get shares, and then on the WeFunder site, you'll see at every level. So at $100, you'll get, you know, probably a, a little poster of signed by me. You see, but with Steve's picture on it, probably we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the 10,000 round, you get a ride on the big W. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and so each level will get you some benefits as an investor. But it's not like Kickstarter, where you're buying sort of the product. You actually are buying shares. You're a shareholder. You'll get your quarterly reports, how the company is doing. And uh, hopefully then, you know, as we grow, and we really, I mean, we're planning to have a full range, all the way up to 28-foot cabin cruiser. Ooh. All electric, all high-performing. And we won't bring a boat out before the battery technology and the motor technology will allow us to give the market what they expect. Which is in terms of performance terms and of performance, and then also cost. You know, the trouble with electric boats is they become very expensive because the heavier they get, the more power you need, the more batteries you need, and so you got this vicious circle of trying to balance the weight of the batteries with the need for speed, and the two offset each other. So we're not going to put a boat on the water and offer it to the market unless it has been designed and fully tested to be a performing boat. So that's the goal. And then Steve, you're going to be selling these boats we're gonna sell you know it's it's amazing how i just keep saying god brought us together it's the most amazing thing ever <laughs> here we are stepping up to the table that rob was already at right before we even knew the boat existed or the need for sales of boats yeah. existed yeah if it hadn't been for covid we this would not have happened we just had enough other work and then with covid it just all disappeared and it was sort of well I remember you to told me you had two big contracts that just yeah. kind of went away right on pause really yeah and uh, and you're kind of like, uh, what am I going to do? 
Yeah, and the sting that you had had on the side was kind of gnawing at you for a few years. Yeah, a few, <laughs> 20. I actually built the frames, gosh, 10 years ago, but then just didn't have the time. I was going to Africa so often. Mm -hmm. And um, as you saw in the building process, it's not a quick process. I mean, no. it's a lot of hard work. And then we were it making was. a plug. So what the, the model we made, the first model is all wood, but it's the plug for the moles that make the rest of them. Yeah. And so it has to be perfect. Otherwise, they all carry the imperfections. And so a lot of time and effort, just sanding, correcting, making sure everything is in line. And then with these molds, you're going to make them out of what? And it's the Thane 16? Thane 16E, so the E for electric. And Steve and I are arguing whether the E needs to be green or not. Yeah, well, you can you can lower yourself to use a greenie. It'll be fine. <laughs> so this is Thane 16E, and um, and so you know it's a 16 foot mm -hmm. 16 foot runabout. And the future molds, well, we use a substrate that is very very light. It's literally, if you can imagine, plastic straws going sideways into a sort of a cloth membrane. So it's exceptionally light, but it's surprisingly strong. It's like honeycomb strength. Mm. And then you got carbon fiber or fiberglass on one side and fiberglass on the other so it's as strong as an i-beam but exceptionally light yeah the combination of aerospace technology tools and right. the modern kevlar what is it the carbon, uh, fiber. carbon fiber you know i've been watching the creative process go on as they've been able to make something light but extremely powerful and they gave me a sample of it in my office and i could not believe the strength that that light Apparently, yeah. styrofoam-looking product yeah. could endure. And then once a sandwich between fiberglass or carbon fiber, the technology has come so far, both in terms of batteries, but the construction materials, you know? It's not just, it's not wood. Yeah. You know, there'll be some, I think there'll be some wood on it, though. I think if Rob yeah. has his way, there'll be some beautiful wood on there. Yeah, it'll be like a Mercedes or BMW. You'll have your wood accents. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you'll get in feeling like everything is well-made here. This yeah. is just well-proportioned. It's not going to fall apart. You know, a lot of carbon fiber. We like carbon fiber. We like carbon fiber. Light, strong, it looks, looks sexy. Great. Oh, it does. And so we're probably the only carbon fiber boat out there that's got mahogany inlaid and then carbon fiber <laughs> for the what would normally be the mahogany that's right. uh, top. So, uh, yeah, we're very proud of the design. And every one that comes out going forward will be exceptionally light, but exceptionally seaworthy too. And just handle like Joy, which is oh, what, what I named our prototype is called Joy which is named after my wife and daughter. That's their middle name. Mm. That's a fine name. But, uh, I, I feel like Grace would have been another great name given what... Grace is the 21-footer. Is that going to be 21-footer? <laughs> <laughs> so with battery technology, obviously it eventually runs out and you need to recharge yeah. it. How long of a so life we, we, do we you expect? We still have to test this because we didn't have time to test this on Thursday night. But we think we'll get between an hour and an hour and a half going flat out. And then the system will tell you, you know, this is your limits. And so you can slow down and go the rest of the day at, you know, enjoyable six or seven knots. Yeah. Which in Lake Union and a lot of the smaller lakes, you know, you limit it anyway in speed. And so, you know, you can get out there and enjoy it during the day. But on a 16-footer, you don't want to run hard much longer than that. It'll, you know, it'll beat you up. I noticed and that so, uh, after the first 45 minutes of running the boat, the computer was saying that we still had 20 hours of battery life left or 24 hours of battery life left at that seven <laughs> knot speed. Yeah. So, I mean, you're like you said, at the seven knot cruising speed, 
you're going to be ready to come in long before that battery tells you to come in. Yeah. So you're not going to get stranded out there. No. Yeah. Batteryless. The, the software won't allow you to. It'll warn you. So. But you'll be able to be out there most of the time. Oh, yeah. Exactly. A lot of fun. So how do people find out about, you know, the specs and more information? Yeah, Thaneelectric.com. Thaneelectric.com. Yeah. And just get your credit card out. We'll do the rest. <laughs> but for the first endeavor of ours is to raise the capital that we want to create the inventory and the manufacturing process. And so that's why we're raising the million. Yeah. So we need to raise 50 amongst us brothers, and then they'll open the gates and we'll raise another million, and that will put into gear some of the changes we need to do in the factory, some of the hires we need to do to produce these. And then we want to have 10 or 12 of them produce before we announce this to the marketplace so that the marketplace knows we're not another company doing an expensive prototype that some rich guy can buy. And the boat, what are you guys expecting to sell it for? It'll be um, high 30s plus options, so you'll pay low 40s for it, mid 40s, depending on what you want. And then we, we probably will, for a substantial amount higher, give you a woody if you actually want it. So we'll give you the wooded sides and all the mahogany in it, but that will be a custom-made boat, and that'll probably cost you 125,000. Yeah. But uh, so a few guys will want that, the purists amongst us. But the rest of us, <laughs> the you know, just want that beautiful, sexy Fabulous. boat that handles so well. And in this area, I would imagine there are lots of people that would really be drawn to the idea of electric. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of you because when you look at all these boats out here that are eating up fuel and spitting out exhaust. Yeah. You'd think that you know there are a whole bunch of people that would really be drawn to that idea of having an electric vehicle. There's a lot of um, inland lakes now that are outlawing mm. um, anything except electric, and all throughout Europe too, all over the place. Really, you know, your smaller lakes. And some of the more desirable lakes to be too. Yeah, have outlawed electric, and so I don't see this boat as a Puget Sound boat, a boat that you'd have out here on the Sound. It's a, this is a boat that you have on lakes and and slow-moving rivers and um, yeah. but there's so many gorgeous places that this boat will fit right in and silently moving through the water but it's not elegantly. just silent though it has like a nice little hum to it a nice little just <laughs> you know something's happening it was yeah. yeah it was very cool to just be there and just watching that thing and hearing it and it was so responsive too the way it handled was just fantastic it was. i was like a kid in a toy store you were and it was delightful to see just this whole road that we've walked together for the past year or i guess it's been nine months since i've been in your in your factory um in this nine months just the, walking this road with you and watching you buckle down and build this thing and stay with it and stay focused on it despite the distractions and and then seeing the success last the other thursday night was just i was so rewarding to me just to be there to witness it and be close and it was phenomenal rob well there's gonna be more milestones more models coming out mm -hmm. more building of the company you know, hopefully ultimately taking it into onto NASDAQ or some other means of expanding its reach. You know, it could be a worldwide product. So, and, uh, that's well, it can be. This is easily a worldwide product because it's so easy to ship this product. Right. So you don't have to be in the Northwest to receive it. We're coming up with a plan where we can put that boat in a beautiful box and it can arrive on your doorstep and you just take the cardboard off and slide your boat out, sitting on a trailer ready to go and hook it up to your Tesla and away you go. So, and our desire from the very outset is this not is this is not just a regional boat, but somebody who lives in a in a resort community with a lake that doesn't allow internal combustion engines. You can order one and 
in a short period of time it will arrive on your doorstep. And the packaging will be so nice, which will have a picture of the boat on it, where if you're a holy smoker, you'll want to keep that and put it in your garage <laughs> wall. Right. It's exactly right. <laughs> smoke a cigar with the Thane 16E full size on your on your garage wall. <laughs> we, we might have to sell those posters for the people that can't quite, they need the motivation to, to save their nickels and dimes. Yeah, and buy there you go. Yeah. So, um, Rob, one thing I wasn't clear on, at the current stage of fundraising that we're at, we're putting, and I'm acting selfishly because I too am going to put my money into yeah. this company. I've seen it close up and I'm, I'm not going to pass up this opportunity. In fact, several of the guys that work in your, in your building that work with me are going to step up here because we've we've watched this develop, you know. And it's when you see it up close, you know this is going to be a win. And so, if we want to invest, when does that start, and where do we go to put our money in? Yeah, so it'll be WeFunder. We'll we'll announce it on Holy Smokes, and then throughout our networks. But it's on WeFunder.com. It will be. Yeah, and then you just type in. How long until that's going to happen? I think that'll be next 10 days or so. Next 10 days? Okay. Yeah. yeah. When this releases, it will be open, and we'll have a link in the show notes yeah. so that way people can That's great. just go ahead and just click on it. We'll have a link to thaneelectric.com yeah. as minimum well. minimum entry is $100, so you get two shares for $100. And uh, you know, if nothing else, that'll be a, a great thing to hang on to and say, right. I wish I'd got... More. Or, yeah, that's right. Or, all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Thank Lord all I lost was $100. Yeah. <laughs> we thought that you know, the timing, is this is either perfect timing, we'll do exceptionally well, or else we're going to have an enormous amount of funds failing. Oh, <laughs> but fail we, don't, we don't intend to fail. You know, after, after Thursday night and just saw the performance. Yeah, you've said that enough was, times, and I've heard you say it, so you're leaving room for, you're leaving room, a fudge factor in your life for yourself, but you're the only one thinking that. I'm, after being so close to you and watching yeah, this process and I agree. seeing that boat slide through the water, <laughs> it was very cool. My checkbook's it, pretty just, warm right now. It's, it's the future. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And it's you know it's a beautiful riding boat, and we're going to keep we're going to have that same level of beauty. And you know we got you know just the way that through COVID the Lord brought Andy back into our lives. I know Andy for years. He's got his masters in yacht design, and COVID throws him out of Italy and England. He lands in our doorstep needing employment right at the time we needed. His you talents Andy. and Andy's been great bias. to help to at least put the brochure together and the materials together for our first one, Joy. But mm -hmm. where Andy's going to shine is in our next models because that he is so skilled as a designer. He's going to continue to keep the sleek, sexy look of the boat um, while we, on the technical end, make sure that it performs and uh, that it actually is affordable to the marketplace. Yeah. So. That's a great company combination there. Yeah, it is. So we've been talking about Andy, and Andy has been sitting next to me, Andy Ashmead, who is a very recent Holy Smoker, just a recent addition into the group. Yeah, just three weeks from the... But not a recent Holy Smoker. No, not a recent Holy Smoker, but um, formally introduced to the group just three weeks ago. Yeah. Now, you grew up in Minnesota, right. Minneapolis area, and studied design and engineering in college well, okay so yeah the story begins in minneapolis spent the first 20 years of my life there then i moved out to arizona studied aerospace engineering after that i got hired by boeing as an aerospace engineer which is what brought me to seattle then well a brief time out in andy's story yeah the aerospace school that andy went to my father was the first 
mathematics teacher in that college. I bet that. Oh, that's back, right. You told me that story. Florida, when it was in Florida. Yeah, it was really a weird deal. I mean, it's Emory-Riddle. Uh, Emory-Riddle. Aeronautical University. Yep. So you Small were up in Prescott. School. Yeah, I was oh, in Prescott. Okay, I spent four years campus in Prescott. Prescott. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then when Joey and uh, your daughter moved, moved there. there, I was like, wait a second. You know people I know. This is pretty cool. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's enough of that. Back to Andy. Right. So now you're in Seattle. So. Now I'm in Seattle. Working for Boeing. Was working for Boeing. Got laid off by Boeing. So I tasted corporate America and, you know, working for a big, huge defense contractor, which... Well, okay, the point is, I had to become an engineer to realize designers have more fun. There's a lot of important decisions that engineering equipped me with and, you know, taught me how to analyze things and decision-making. But the real, like, the heart and soul of what I do is a creative component. And in a big company like Boeing, it's going to get overlooked. Nothing wrong with Boeing, but I know in my heart, I'm a designer and I need to create. And I need to express myself. Mm. And the best way to do that is, uh, well, I told myself if I could build airplanes, I could probably build boats. Probably. <laughs> so that's really where the passion, the poetry lies. Yeah. Boats. It's not just making things work. It's making them look nice. Yeah. So artistic expression. And then you went to Italy... Yeah, so after I got laid off with Boeing, that's really what forced the issue of me studying yacht design and really putting that in front of my face. What do I really want to do with my life? What so drew I, you to yachts? I saw a floor plan of a yacht with many decks, and to me, it just, I understood it. I understood the outside, I understood what you could do on the inside, and I've never forgotten that. Hmm. Just like I know how these things work. Like if you can, I'd seen floor plans for houses before, mm -hmm. and now I'm looking at a deck plan for a yacht, and it just clicked. I'm like, this is a house that floats, and I can make it look really nice. Like not only does it float, not only does it, you know, can we build it? Not only is it structurally sound, I'm going to make it look really nice. Rob, how huge was it mm. to have? COVID happened, and not only it be the impetus for getting the 16E going, but then also to have a guy like this, who in hanging out with him over the weekend, I like him. He fits yeah. right in with the Holy Smokes community. Oh, he's, he's a no, good he's a dude. He's a tremendous brother. We've known each other many, many years. When I first met Andy, he had just finished, it might have been for your school, but you finished a portfolio of, of a yacht. Yeah. And when I looked at it, I was stunned at the, really? at the quality of his work. And that was right when we were doing our first ferry. And I remember I hired you to do a rendition of Amani mm -hmm. because we'd modified Amani. And so Andy actually did, on a contract basis, work for our very first ferry. And I was quite excited. I thought, you know, maybe I can attract this guy to work for me. And next thing he takes off for Italy to get his master's. <laughs> and so I thought we'd lost him, you know. And yeah. so here we are, you know, trying to put this new company together. Presentation is huge to the marketplace. They want to see what the product looks like. Yeah. And we are boat builders and we're engineers. We're not artists. You know, and so our pathetic attempts to put brochures together just... It was laughable. It didn't I gotta go very you, far. Dude, it was laughable. And so when Andy showed up, it was like... It was, the beautiful part was you didn't need Andy before that. 
Yeah, and, you, and you didn't want to paint, and you couldn't paint him before that. It was just a press, at the moment in time that Andy was most appropriate, he comes through the door, and right when he was needed, and and it was like that. And that moment in time, here's what I was communicating with. So the biggest need for success that this company is going to have is the right people at the table, yeah. the right people to do each section. Are they all there now? Not yet, but at the moment we needed Andy. Andy drops through the door. Now I don't. I think coincidence is a lovely oh, thing to talk about. But that's ridiculous. Okay, God yeah. delivered a great guy to us right at the moment we needed him, I mean, and not a minute before. Andy showed up at the door at a time when nobody is hiring out designers except us, and he just happens to show up. And in fact, I'm not even sure you're anticipating me hiring you. You just showed up because we're friends. And I said, Andy, you know, are you working? He said, Well, you've been off of this job doing hard labor right and i thought no 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 no. we can hire you on the spot i didn't even know you were advertising for a yacht designer yet i don't know that you it was no, already it's obviously a funny we, story. Everyone, I, we all knew we needed one <laughs> you know i was looking for something to get by and here i am you know so how frustrating was it for you to get hired and then say you i don't want you to design something i want you to actually copy exactly what i've built and put it on paper was um, that uh, was that frustrating at all i wouldn't say frustrating it's no in fact it never even crossed my mind it's it was a chance for me to use design skills and design software i'm very familiar with and um so in the end result you know me like i want it to look nice that yeah. is the driving well the renditions you did force. in the water looked absolutely realistic where people have seen that and said is that the real boat and i said no that's just andy's rendition i would say stunning yeah. is the right word for yeah. it i would say frameable i have a friend of mine that was professionally involved in building and selling yachts for years and he when he sees andy's work it turned him from a skeptic to a, a true believer in what we were doing and uh he's so excited he couldn't see straight what was the word he used i can't remember yeah i was there that was that was fun watching him just transfer he was, he was kind of skeptical he was and um although he liked the design Mm -hmm. He was just wondering if we could produce them. But then once he saw that brochure that I put together, and I just, we hadn't even printed it yet. I just printed it on my inkjet and yeah, stapled it, it together. Very rough. And yeah. he came in and he saw that brochure, and I'll tell you what, I think if he was 20 years younger, he'd have pulled his checkbook out. He said the same thing. Yeah. Oh, to be yeah. 20 years younger right now. Yeah. And uh, he stole that copy of it off my desk, the one that you let me have. He did. He did. He took it. And then he's been out showing it to everybody that will <laughs> listen to him right now. He's like one of our... He's one of our main evangelists right now. It's hilarious. Well, everybody that invests will obviously get a brochure to hand out. And we've got a new 20-pager coming out that tells a little bit of our story. And also perhaps titillates him with a future model. But uh, it'll, and all of that will be Andy's work. So we're just very, very grateful to the Lord that Andy stepped yes. back into the game. And we think there's a long-term long role for Andy in this as we build this company. Now, you guys mentioned not all the pieces are together with the company. What else are you looking for? Because obviously, I mean, Rob, you know the size and scope of the Holy Smokes community. Yeah. And our network, how wide it goes. So a major need is going to be the manufacturing leadership. You know, we've always done one-offs. And so we don't, we, we, we haven't a lot of experience in just doing a repetitive product better and better and better. And so there's the right person out there that not only uh, will be able to transform our factory, but also leans into our whole philosophy, which is, you know, God comes first, people come second, and we care for the vulnerable as a company. 
And so, you know, someone who can fit into that missional sort of mindset while we create, you know, hopefully the Tesla on the water and uh, become a household name across and the I would, world. And I would add onto that uh, the marketing component, and that's my perspective, yeah. right? Are we going to use a distribution network? You know, we have, we have a lot of questions that we're still working through, and I think the guidance early on on how to establish this corporation, this new entity, how to move it to where it's, it's going to end up someday, which yeah. is far from where it's starting. Yeah, within the Holy Spirit community, there's guys that can really help move the needle forward for us, and yep. I'd welcome them to reach out. Right, so production manufacturers and production managers, we're talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> yep, and I'll fly down and have a cigar with anyone who wants to chew the cud with me. Marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, marketing too, marketing and sales, that's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge because the marketing sales is what's gonna drive the speed of production and the speed of manufacturing. It's gonna cause us to have to get better and better and better at our manufacturing and simplify our process, or not simplify, but uh, streamline efficient, it. Make it yeah. very efficient, because the demand, I think the demand's gonna be there. I think the demand's gonna be there. Yeah. So, I really think so too. Yeah. And Steve, a highlight of this whole weekend, was just having you and your boys there for the launch. Thanks for coming. Thanks for bringing us out. The, enjoying this was the weekend awesome. with us. Getting this was to know awesome. you some more. Getting to know your boys. And we, we hope to have you back. Oh. And uh, when you come back, there'll be a boat each for you guys to frolic around there. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I told you guys at lunch, we're going to be coming back out and uh, likely end up spending like two weeks out here just because there's yeah. so much to so do. Much. Yeah, so much. Yeah, depending on what time of year you come, uh, bring some skis. I'll gladly go up in the mountains with you. Nice. Yeah, it's not many places you can drive an hour and ski, drive 15 minutes and be in the water. You know, you can literally water ski one day and normal ski, snow ski, what do you call it? Ice ski? Yeah, snow ski. Snow skiing Down the here. next day. You've got beautiful hikes in the mountains and then 700 islands to explore in the Puget Sound if you have a boat. Wow. Yeah, we'll give you a boat. We'll also give you navigation charts. <laughs> Andy Ashmead, Steve Ditto, Rob Smith. Thanks for being on the Holy Smokes Pleasure Podcast. To be here. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Holy Smokes Podcast. I want to thank you also for all the feedback that I've received about this show thus far. The encouraging notes, the suggestions, the thoughts have all been valued and appreciated more than you know. To let me know what you think, you can private message me at facebook.com slash steverider. That's facebook.com slash steve, R-E-I-T-E-R. Or a private message through the Facebook page, facebook.com slash holysmokescigarclub, or send me an email at holysmokescigarclub at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. This is Steve Ryder saying, do good, be awesome. <laughs>